The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. The floor is yours. So I think there are six of you here who haven't yet shared. And so again, if if you're uh, willing or interested. Does this work? Okay. Yeah. Well, first a comment and then... So in describing this kind of two kinds of awareness in terms of um, almost like being watching a movie and being engaged in the movie, although you know that, that you're, you, you know what's happening there. It's not that there's no mindfulness there. There's a kind of a sense of, oh yeah, this is happening now and this is happening now, but there's a kind of an interest in the content, we could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. An interest in the content. And then the stepped back one, a little bit more stepped back, this more like, oh, this is a movie, and wow, this is what's happening there, and this is how it affects me, but there's a lot more of a kind of a sense of, um, uh, well, there's curiosity, but there's also a sense of it, it being more, there's, there's more balance of mind or, or less engagement in, the re- in, in what might happen in, as a result of that content. Um, and so you're, one thing I want to just point to is that um, that you're noticing these two different kinds of experiences is fantastic. Um, the, the, op- the opportunity here isn't to try to convert the first kind into the second kind, but to be aware. Oh, this is the kind of awareness that's happening right now. Here's what's going on in our day-to-day life. Um, you know, th- th- as, as we've been talking about, you know, 50-50 mindfulness, you know, there's this... Um, um, need to be engaged with content. You know, we do need to kind of think about, reflect on, plan, etc. And yet, what you're what you're seeing or what you described is, you know, this is happening to me. These are my thoughts, my feelings. So a sense of self in there, in that first kind, um, and in the second kind, maybe a little bit less sense of self. Uh, although maybe still, oh, I'm the one witnessing all of this potentially, but but still, there's it's not so much that that all of these are my feelings or my emotions, but maybe I'm the witnesser. Um, and so the, um, the 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 important part there would be just to recognize, ah, oh, it feels like there's an I here. You know, it feels oh, this is what it feels like to have a sense of me in relationship to feelings, emotions, etc. The The understanding or seeing through the delusion of self generally uh, doesn't happen just because we decide I'm not going to have a sense of self here. But it, it happens through the, the recognition of, oh, this is what a sense of self feels like here. And often it can, so, so get curious about that side of it. If you, have, if you have bandwidth for, for that in daily life, you may not. I mean, d- but just the fact that you've described, ah, oh, it does feel like it's happening to me. Even just that is, is a kind of an awareness of this is the experience of the sense of self arising. So notice that side. Oh, this is what it feels like for a sense of self to arise. It is simply another arising. 
it's hard to experience in that way. You know, it's simply another, like a, a belief or a thought arises in our mind. Uh, the sense of self is kind of a belief. You know, it's a view um, that we really, you know, we believe. <laughs> and so the, the, the recognition of it as, oh, this is a sense of self. And when we step, when we can step back and recognize a different way of observing, it kind of highlights that difference. And so we can, so that sometimes we kind of stumble into a place with maybe a less, um, a, maybe a more porous sense of self. In, like in that stepped back place, you, you were noticing a more porous sense of self. It's maybe still there, maybe connected to the, being the witness, you know, be, you know, connected to, oh, look at this, you know, look at what I, you know, how, what I can see. But it's not that I'm seeing, it's not quite so, so, so strong. So when we sometimes stumble in through these simple practices of just being aware, receiving, we stumble into a kind of a more porous sense of self then the more obvious sense of self gets highlighted. You know, we, we start to recognize that, that, um, that quality because in a way what, what's happening there, as you said, you know, there's delusion in that sense of self. Because, so, so that kind of more porous quality allows us to see that that, that um, more strong sense of self has delusion in it. So you basically are seeing through some of the delusion and then when it arises, you can know, oh yeah, this is the delusion of self. It's a powerfully conditioned mental formation. The, the Buddha talked about um, five processes that are um, kind of the, the processes that make up this stream of existence, the stream of experience, uh, the process of body, and I'm, I'm, I mentioned these very, you know, tangentially when I did the body and mind processes yesterday. So there's the bodily processes, and then there's four mental processes, the, the feeling, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. There's a perceptual process that recognizes what's happening to us. Uh, and these are things that just function. These are, these are, these are not I or me doing them. They're just the, the nature of Having a human body, these processes work. And they're great, you know, they help us navigate the world. Uh, you know, so there's perception that helps us to recognize things. Then there's um, mental formations, which is a huge part of what goes on in our minds. That includes all of our emotions, uh, mind states, which maybe it includes things that are not quite so much like emotion, but... Um, um, but they are states of mind such as concentration and mindfulness or boredom or sleepiness. So there's a whole host of states of mind. Uh, this this uh, mental formation also includes thoughts, includes beliefs. The sense of self is just an arising mental formation. So it's, it's one of these, um, you know, it's in the bucket there, in the, in the mental formation bucket. And then there's the knowing process, the process that's just a simple recognition of experience. So these, these five aggregates just tumble on, and what we're witnessing is the, the functioning of these and their kind of interrelationship. How, you know, so how uh, a sense of self arises in dependence on certain, you know, conditions. 
And what you, what you can also start to see here is, you know, certain feelings or senses of self. I said the other day, you know, what I've come to see is a sense of self as a particular familiar set of contractions. And, you know, it's like certain, certain conditions will create a certain familiar set of contractions and then other conditions will create a familiar set of other contractions. And so there's different senses of self that we are somehow kind of stringing together and making it be one, you know, continuous thing. And so we can, we can get familiar with certain conditions. Like you might see that there's a sense of self around, you know, being a partner or being a parent or being a, uh, um, a child, you know, just that, that they're, you know, it's like, oh, this is the, this is the Andrea in relationship to, to my parent. This is the Andrea in relationship to being a teacher. And there's different kind of, um, uh, experiences, you know, so sitting in front of this room, the mom, the, 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 the relationship to mom is not here. <laughs> um, but there are other, you know, familiar patterns that, that are here. And so we, we can start to see the, the different flavors of self that come. And we also see that they come and go. So you're seeing that this pattern arises with the, you know, in the, in the mindfulness that you're in daily life, you're, you, you have enough mindfulness, and this is, this is pretty good mindfulness in daily life to see, oh, wow, this feels like it's happening to me. You know, to see the sense of self in daily life, that's, that's great. And just know that. And then in the, in the um, you know, settling back into the uh, more, the secondary awareness, as you called it, you know, that uh, more back in the, uh, the, the witness place, the naturalist place, um, that sense of self is not there, but maybe there's a subtler form of self. And, and so this points to um, the teaching that Zen master Dogen said around the sense of self. He said, uh, to study the way, to study the path, is to study the self. That's, you know, that's where we begin. We don't try to, like, transcend the self or deny that it, that it exists. We, the, the sense of self, the construction of the sense of self is actually a form of suffering, even though it doesn't always feel that way. Um, it's got some contraction and clinging in it. Um, and so we're studying suffering when we're studying the sense of self. So sometimes the, what's obvious in a moment's arising experience is a sense of, wow, this feels like it's happening to me. And so the sense of self is kind of predominant there. And we can be curious about, well, wow, what does that sense of self feel like? What's that sense of self connected with? And maybe notice when it shifts to a different sense of self. Um, other times it may be more that the sense of suffering is what's obvious. We don't have to like try to find, well, where's the sense of self in that suffering? It's just like, well, suffering's what's obvious now, so let's just kind of be curious about that and what are the connections and conditions that lead to that. So that's, let's see. So a follow-up question around compassion and uh, maybe the sense of... um, That secondary awareness or that more receptive awareness of the naturalist may be where compassion comes in. Um, I would say that um, um, when the sense of self 
is more, is weaker. And, and we can have, so one thing I want to point to is that it is not necessary to be in this kind of more receptive place to have the clarity and mindfulness and balance of mind. You know, so, so that, that clarity of mind, so one thing to, to, um, to know is that in, in, this, in this receptive awareness, uh, often I'd say the first place we may stumble into a sense of a weakening of self is more when we are in that place kind of stepped back. But just because the mind moves towards an object or is, is kind of the mindfulness shifts in the direction of an object, it doesn't mean that a sense of self is, has to be doing that. Very frequently, there's a habit of that. Um, so that's just one piece I, I want to, to point to, that you know, sometimes what can happen, especially as we begin to touch into the... the um, and this is actually getting into what I plan to do to, for tomorrow, but hey, it's a, it's a, it's a preview. <laughs> um, um, that that um, as we as we first step in and touch into this receptive style of awareness, often it does point us to a completely different way of being, and that you know often that is a place where the compassion can come in, can arise because there isn't the, the constrictedness of the sense of self. So what I would say is that as the sense of self weakens, you know, the natural response of the heart, when it is not constricted by either suffering or a sense of self, the natural human response, the natural heart response, when it meets the world, when an unconstricted heart meets the world, the natural response are flavors of metta of love, of compassion, of joy. And that background uh, mind that is meeting the world, that kind of background mind that is unconstricted, is the mind of equanimity, the fourth Brahma-Vihara. And so we could say that when the sense of self is um, not so predominant, the Brahma-Viharas are kind of the emotional terrain of the heart. But it is not, um, it doesn't, it's not necessarily that it's this receptive awareness where that, li- you know, where that is. It's, it's, or the only place that one can have that, 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 that the, we tend to, I think it off, it can often happen, not necessarily always, but it can, it can often happen that the first place or time we, st- we touch into that kind of um, receptive a balanced mind where there's a, a weakening of the sense of self is when we're more, when we're not as engaged in the, in the objects, in the experience. And so we might think that, oh, that's where I want to be and preference this. Yet it is possible for the mind in engagement in the world when, you know, the, the, that there's the recognition of, oh, this is arising, this needs to be spoken to, this needs to be engaged with, that, that still there's, there's not a sense of self that's doing that engagement, that, 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 you know, it's just arising based on conditions, based on 
um, you know, the, what's, what's arising in here meeting what's arising out there. So, you know, just, just reflecting on the Buddha. You know, the Buddha didn't just sit in this, like, stepped back place. He engaged. You know, he, he talked to people. He, he heard, like, you know, the story, I was just speaking of the story of Angulimala yesterday, you know, uh, the, the, the mass murderer at the time of the Buddha. And, and um, you know, the Buddha heard about this and, and just decided to take action. You know, he engaged with, with Angulimala. And so, um, you know, the, the engagement in the world doesn't have to be out of a sense of self. And so my, my understanding is Anguli, you know, the Buddha engaged with Angulimala out of a sense of compassion, not only for the countryside that was being terrorized by Angulimala, but for Angulimala himself. So, so just to, to kind of point to that, because you know, we, 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 we might kind of preference this place of, oh, oh, this is... Because it's, it may be a little easier to have a weaker sense of self when we're not engaged because the, the engagement is so much where our habit of sense of self is. Our habits of, of you know, of who we are, but, you know, and what we do and why we do it, you know. The, so the habit of the sense of self is stronger in our day-to-day lives it doesn't mean that it's necessary. And so, you know, sometimes in, in the day-to-day life, we might be thinking, oh, what I need to do is kind of find this place of real stepped back. But that may not be possible in our engagement. And so just beginning, I, I think, at what I, 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 I said earlier, just noticing where it feels like a sense of self. You may begin to notice at times in engagement that a sense of self weakens and then get a whole different kind of experience around around this, you know, so we don't, we don't have to, you know, if we find ourselves engaging, and, and in sitting pra- practice too, we can explore this when, and this is what I was going to point to tomorrow, so you'll get another taste of it tomorrow in the practice, in the sitting practice, when the mind moves towards an object in a focus kind of thing, it's like, oh, just notice that, oh, the mind is doing that, the mind is focusing on something, it's like the, 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 the seeing, looking, hearing, listening, in our more general experience, you know, it's like, oh, receiving versus focusing. Very similar kind of a movement of mind. And we don't have to, to preference this receiving place. I mean, we are in some ways in this practice learning about this receiving place because it is not the one that we have practice with. So we're, we're strengthening our capacity to do this. But we don't have to think that, oh, this focusing, I need to come back here. It's like, oh, no, focusing is happening. Okay, what's happening there? And sometimes we'll see a sense of self is connected with that focusing. And we can, oh, that sense of self is there. And what I've seen often happen, I mean, this, um, this comes from my own experience of seeing this a lot in practice in Sayadaw told me, just notice when the attention is kind of more in the awareness and when it moves to the object. You just notice this. And I could feel that when it moved to the object, often there was more contraction. And so there was this preference to go, oh, oh, I can let that go. Sometimes there can be a kind of, oh, I can step back and let that go. And then I realized that that movement was actually out of a very subtle aversion (laughs) to that kind of feeling of that contraction. 
And so it's like, oh, well, okay, this is what's happening. Can I, oh, that's what's happening. And then, and then it's impermanent and it can also shift and change. And what I began to see is this, oh, focusing. Oh, focusing is what's happening. And then it began to do something else. You know, it, it, so there began to be a much more natural shifting between these two. And that was when I really understood what Saito was talking about. Just notice when it shifts from one to the other. Yeah. So in describing uh, kind of this sense of self around um, some kind of success of the, the feeling of kind of tingling and warmth in this, in the area of the chest and heart, um, you know, there can, there can be, um, you were describing that as, as what the sense of self is like around that success. And what I want to just point to is that it's also, um, you know, there, there can be a, 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 an appreciation for the mind that can be aware. And, you know, that, that appreciation doesn't necessarily have to be connected with the sense of self. And that appreciation may express itself as a kind of a warmth or, you know. So it's possible that some of what you're experiencing there is not necessarily the sense of self piece. I mean, there may be a sense of self in there, a kind of a, kind of a mixture of appreciation. Appreciation just as a, a wholesome quality that, you know, this is supportive for the, 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 the movement of freedom of mind. You know, that, that, that that's an appreciation. That doesn't have to be greed. Um, and so there's that piece of it. And then there may also be some thoughts of, oh, I'm, I'm doing well or whatever. And, and so, you know, just to see, you might just explore, um, th- maybe there's a, a, a different set of feelings that, that that kind of warmth, tingly feeling to me sounds more like appreciation. And it's possible there's another subtler sense of maybe just a little pressure in the head or something, if there is a sense of self with it. So where's the dividing line between curiosity and greed? Um, it's, I think it's more in the... F- because we can be curious out of greed. Um, it's, it's more in the quality of mind that's, um, that's looking at something. And the agenda. You know, so is the agenda about getting something? about, a, you know, having a particular result? Or is it more open-ended curiosity? Is it, is it just like, yeah, I want to know about this for its own sake, not for any, you know, a, and yet there is, there is a kind of, we are aimed in a direction here towards cultivation of the wholesome and release of the unwholesome. We're aimed in that direction. And yet, the, so the greed around, around that might manifest itself as, you know, needing to have an answer now or, or this pattern that I'm looking at, I need to transcend this or, or get rid of it now, you know. So the, 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 the motivation for the looking at it has a kind of an agenda uh, that it's not okay with it just being here. And sometimes teachers will say, you know, what, what would it be like if this pattern were there for the rest of your life? You know, that, that kind of, 
we don't have control over the how the transformation process works and so there's that I'd say the quality of curiosity is kind of interested in the experience for its own sake and and for the sake of understanding for the sake of 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 learning as opposed to for the sake of getting a particular result the feeling of a curiosity that um, ha- doesn't have greed in it is more of an open quality. I mean, there's a, there's a kind of a sense of, yeah, hmm, wonder about that. And the greed would have more of a sense of, you know, a, a little bit of constriction, maybe a little bit of uh, got to figure this out. Um, so there's a felt sense also when the greed is involved. And we'll probably have some mixed motivations in here. And so if you notice that there's a little bit of greed in the curiosity, you don't have to say, well, I shouldn't be curious then because it's got the greed in there. That, that kind of you know, shuts the whole thing down. Uh, but recognize, oh yeah, there is a little bit of demand in here. You know? And there's curiosity. You know, there is some curiosity here. There is some interest in just this thing. And yet there is this kind of, hmm, really, you know, wanting to know. So just recognizing that there will be mixed motivations and, and, and seeing that. You know, sometimes wanting to know is a very subtle experience. And, and we can just, oh, yeah, there is that piece of it. And now it's time to stop. So thank you all. Oh, actually, let me just mention one thing. So um, tomorrow morning, I'm thinking about um, kind of giving you all an opportunity to, just for a, a short time in the, in the um, you know, first, say, 20 minutes of our share, to do small groups of about three or four, to give you all an opportunity to do a little um, report of what's going on. Um, just just as a kind of um, helping you to learn that process of reporting and the, the value of it. You, you know, in that situation, you're not getting the feedback. It will just be everybody is just reporting and listening. And then, and then you know, what happens as you're listening? What happens as you're listening to a, a description? Do you learn something as you're just listening? And what happens as you're reporting? Do you learn something as you're just reporting? So that the, the, you can see, you begin to see the value of that. So that is something I thought I would offer tomorrow for the first, so, you know, probably, it won't take probably more than 20 minutes to do that. So thank you all. But I wanted to warn you that, <laughs> that would be happening.